Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 Special Counsel Jack Smith will be barred from accessing Republican representatives' phone calls with other Republicans in Congress and Trump White House officials, an appeals court ruled in a newly unsealed filing. The judges determined that prosecutors' efforts to seize Representative Scott Perry's, the representative from Pennsylvania's phone communications, violated his immunity under the Constitution's Speech or Debate Clause, which protects him from legal proceedings related to his congressional duties. Quote, while elections are political events, a member's deliberation about whether to certify a presidential election or how to assess information relevant to legislation about federal election procedures are textbook legislative acts, wrote Judge Naomi Rayo last week. Special Counsel uh, Smith's office declined to comment, and it is unclear if he will attempt to appeal the decision. The FBI initially got their hands on Perry's phone under a search warrant in August of 2022. But prosecutors sought a second search warrant to be able to review Perry's contacts with other members of Congress, Trump officials, and allies connected to the 2020 election. Number 2 Up to 20,000 are feared dead in Libya's devastated east on Thursday, September 14th, with search and and relief efforts ongoing after the coast was pounded by Storm Daniel, submerging neighborhoods with muddied waters and littering the area with corpses. The mayor of Derna, which was hardest hit by the storm, told the Saudi channel Al-Arabiya that he believed the number of dead was between 18,000 and 20,000 based on the number of neighborhoods destroyed. Efforts now are focused on combing through the disaster zone to find the bodies of the thousands still missing. Residents and search teams have been burying the dead in hurriedly dug mass graves. Othman Abdul Jalil, Minister of Health for the Eastern Government, said 3,000 bodies have been interred so far in sites outside of Derna, and another 2,000 remain to be buried. Kamal al-Siyawa, the head of a commission responsible for locating the missing besieged citizens to mark the locations of the cemeteries of the unidentified in order to help the government record the deaths and take necessary samples should they be needed for identification later on. Addressing the international community, Libyan Prime Minister Osama Hamad said the area is in dire need of specialists to retrieve casualties as fears grow that the large number of decaying bodies could have severe health effects. The top priority right now, he emphasized, was extracting all the bodies and burying them. Three hospitals are completely out of service and half of the remaining ones are only partially operative. This disaster is of mythic proportions, he said somberly, a disaster by all measures. Now, the retrieval of the corpses is important, as is burying the corpses before they disintegrate and cause some environmental issues. There are also tremendous numbers of sick people who have been displaced and are in immediate need of medical attention, he added. The International Community for the Red Cross said it had distributed 6,000 body bags to help authorities extend dignified treatment to the deceased. Roads have been seriously degrading, hindering humanitarian efforts to reach the flood hit east, and unexploded ordinances and abandoned munitions stores in Derna also pose a threat to those in the city. Number 3 On Wednesday, September 13th, Palestinian health health officials reported that at least four Palestinians lost their lives and 20 others sustained injuries in in an explosion near the separation fence along the Israeli-Gaza frontier. The cause of this explosion still remains unknown. 
The incident occurred during a demonstration along the fence commemorating the anniversary of Israel's withdrawal from the Gaza Strip in 2005. This event, organized by Hamas, the Islamic militant group governing the territory since 2007, took place on Gaza's eastern border. The Israeli army, which has engaged in four conflicts with Hamas, denied any involvement and stated that demonstrators were attempting to launch a bomb over the fence, resulting in the device's detonation. An aerial video released by the Israeli army depicted the blast along the fence with debris soaring into the air and several individuals fleeing the scene. Earlier in the day, participants displayed Palestinian flags and burned tires to mark the anniversary of Israel's withdrawal. Suhail al-Hindi, a Hamas leader, celebrated the event and the end of what he referred to as this cruel Israeli occupation in Gaza. The quote, peaceful demonstration turned violent, with the army asserting that demonstrators hurled grenades and other explosives across the border. In response, the IDF deployed tear gas before the fatal explosion occurred. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.